Hi, I'm Mina Suvari, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Chabell. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chabell. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is actress and author Mina Suvari. Mina is best known for her iconic roles in American Beauty and American Pie. Even though these roles made her famous, she was also dealing with abusive relationships and drugs, which she writes about in her memoir, The Great Peace. We discuss Mina's double life, how she's overcome trauma, and the lessons she's learned in this podcast episode. Mina, (laughs) welcome to Five Questions. Thank you. Thank you for having me. With the breakout releases of American Beauty and American Pie, you were living a double life being a Hollywood star while dealing with an abusive relationship at home. How did you manage those two different realities? I talk a lot about self-medicating, which was not the healthiest thing for me at the time, but I was in survival mode. I try to talk about in the book how I feel that my professional life, work, you know, art, saved me. It gave me that opportunity to get out of that relationship in in many different ways. I try to view that as the, the gift that was given to me to help me navigate in a healthier way of of what I was going through back then. I find that as being very common of people using art as a release. Of course, you've been through a lot and it's it's very difficult because people see you as being famous and wealthy, yet behind the scenes, what people aren't seeing is the suffering. So it must've been really hard to deal with both. In your memoir, you talk about an accident you had while horseback riding. How did that moment lead you down this road of facing your trauma and accepting yourself? There have been so many times where I, I feel like I should have died <laughs> and I'm still here. And that was just another epic moment. I fell off a 30 foot cliff when I was about eight. So that was just another moment to show where I felt like I wasn't listening. And I talk about how I felt like I was pushing it because there was a voice in the back of my head that was sort of saying, you're pushing it, you're going too fast. And I I wasn't listening. I felt like trying to prove my point on how I wasn't accepted or uh, I wasn't understood. And it was just to show that I always was, that there was always this care and consideration around me. That trip, it was like this out of body experience. I truly felt that I should not be here anymore. If I keep trying to fight and prove my point that I have no value or there's no reason for me to be here, but yet I'm shown over and over again that there is something, then what is that and what can I do with it? And that sets you on a journey of self-discovery as well. And you've done a lot philanthropically too. So that that just shows you that it's not just about your career, it's about giving back and you've learned so much through through all of these incidents and the trauma and everything that you've experienced. What does it mean to you to make peace with everything you've been through over the past several decades? I, I have word, used the word weird and strange, and it's like mystifying to me, you know, talking about this and this process and what I've done. It's just something that I felt I needed to do. It was just so necessary. I feel calmer, but yet I feel like I understand how that's unusual. I'm going, I'm experiencing so much in the release and talking about this book. And it seems to me like I can finally do the work that I've always wanted to do. Part of the book writing process is probably therapeutic as well. And it allowed you to account for everything that's happened so you could own it and move forward. In the book, you cite a lot of toxic relationships. What do you think you've learned from those relationships that have made your current marriage work? And what values will you instill in your child? You know, my relationship now isn't perfect. You know, it's not easy. Everything is challenging, but I guess that it works because we have that communication. We're able to 
face anything. We know that we both share the common goal. I think what didn't work for me back then was I wasn't ready for that. You know, my first marriage, I was so young. I didn't feel that I was that person that I saw looking back at me in the mirror. I wasn't ready to have a family. I was 20, 21. I'm still figuring out who I am and I'm 42. So I believe it's all about communication. I try to be present. I try, it's important for me to feel that I want my child to know that I'm always there. Yeah, that's so important. And what's your best piece of career advice? I think it's so important to listen to oneself. That's something that I feel I learned the hard way, especially I think in any line of work or anything in our lives. I felt that I gave my power away a lot. I viewed others as, and it doesn't necessarily mean that this is like wrong. I don't think it's black and white, but to me, I always saw it as separate. I saw it as like, well, if you have that title or you have that degree or you have that life experience, you must know. And I gave it all away because of that. I didn't listen to my own instincts at any of those moments where I believe I should have. So it's just simply that I felt like no one would listen if I said no, or I didn't want to like make waves. I think it's very important to check in with yourself. Don't lose that sense of self and like why you want to do things. I chose working on particular projects because I was passionate about those because I wanted to challenge myself because I at least understood that I didn't want to play the same role over and over again. But that wasn't acceptable in a way. But I wanted to do it because that's what I was passionate about and what interested me. And so I chose to listen to that. We have to do those things because of how we want to do them and not necessarily like in a way that everybody else wants. Yeah. But I also believe that, you know, especially you started off acting when you were so young, it's easy to get caught up in everything and you don't really know everything. And sometimes you have to make mistakes and and you get led down certain paths. And of course, in entertainment, it's what, what can I do to please an audience? And then you have directors and you have handlers and agents. And yeah. I thought that I was never good enough. I thought that I must not know because they know they must have that experience. And that wasn't always the case. Because then I learned the hard way. Oh, just because this person was a manager didn't mean that they were professional and responsible. Right? Well, and didn't mean that they knew exactly what your needs were either. Yeah. So it's important, I think, to always keep that. That's what I try to show in the book is that I found that voice again. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Mina. To follow her journey, you can read The Great Piece and find her on Instagram where she shares her appearances, families, quotes, and artwork. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Dan And please remember to rate and review the 5 Questions podcast on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs>